a pristine pine forest in the Spanish countryside, a once proud village in decline, a wealthy playboy investor with a secret, and a miracle on four legs named Saint Bull. This is No Bull, a true crime podcast. Today we're discussing page 70 of Secrets of Shadaloo. We're in the midst of the adventure that closes out this book, Tourist Trap, and we've been following our band of player character street fighters through a convoluted Shadaloo scheme to kidnap a diplomat from a street fighting tournament in Barcelona. We're taking a break from that today because when last we left our heroes, they were either driving to or tied up and being driven to a location called Santa Toro. This page offers some unexpected and probably unnecessary detail about Santa Toro. This information may seem extraneous. You may be inclined to skim over it. Certainly, it seems everyone else has chosen to look the other way about the history of Santa Toro, but not me. I'm here to pursue justice in a forgotten, decades-old murder, the only way that anyone knows how, by making a podcast about it. MDC is canceled for today. In its place, join me in this foray into true crime in... No Bull, a murder in Santa Toro. We begin with a quote from the official account. Santa Toro is sequestered in luxuriant pine forests. The town began when a rich landowner cleared out sections of woodland decades back and created pastures for raising bulls. The landowner raised them for use in bullfighting, his favorite sport. The town got its name from a strange and sacred bull, which was said to cause miracles of healing here years ago. However, the bull has long since died, and the village has declined in the past few years. It no longer provides prize bulls. But when street fighters arrive at this village in the modern day, by which I mean 1994, they find something very different from either the almost sacred pilgrimage site that Santo Toro was years ago and the sleepy village that is supposed to exist there today. Quote, The village itself is quite small, made up of a few buildings clustered along a road that ends in a cul-de-sac next to the mountains. Quaint houses can be seen down paths and trails, and there are a few more houses scattered behind a bend in the trail unseen from the village center. The town's center consists of a few shops, selling such items as pastries and homemade toys. There's a fountain at the end of the road, which the cul-de-sac encircles. There are no lodgings in the village. If asked, the villagers will mention a hostel in a town about 20 minutes down the road. The villagers themselves are quiet and watch any visitors warily. They do not speak unless spoken to, but they will be courteous and helpful. Many bulls and cows graze contentedly in the fields, many more than would be expected for a village that no longer herds them. This town is now owned by Vega, a wealthy playboy with a dubious past from Barcelona. He inherited his wealth from his parents, who died in an extremely mysterious bull-running accident years ago. Using his inheritance, Vega made a number of extravagant purchases, including the surreptitious purchase of Santa Toro. It's an open secret that Vega uses Santa Toro to train his apprentices in Spanish ninjutsu, a martial art he invented and that seems to be practiced exclusively by assassins, which this podcaster finds suspicious and has been reported to the Barcelona police, who have, mark off your true crime bingo card, taken no action. In fact, no one seems to have delved very deeply into the history of this little village between its heyday, when it was the home of the miracle bull, Santa Toro, or Saint Bull, and the modern day, where it is the secretive playground of the eccentric millionaire Vega, and outsiders who visit the village find nothing but an oppressive silence. However, it is during those years that some believe a murder took place. Let's revisit the timeline. 
Im Bison was ousted as dictator of Thailand in 1973. We don't know exactly when he took control of Shadaloo and turned it into the powerful global criminal organization that it is today, allegedly. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only, no lawsuits, no lawsuits. But it is certainly impossible that Shadaloo could have had any involvement with Santatoro before about 1974. Even that early is highly unlikely. Most likely, Shadaloo has no involvement with Santatoro except through Vega. Vega was born in 1967, and accounts of his early life as a prodigy in bullfighting, martial arts, and infuriating entitlement indicate that he didn't become involved in martial arts until his teenage years. It was only after that that Vega invented Spanish ninjutsu, and after that that he inherited his parents' fortune under, back to that bingo card, mysterious circumstances. Vega created Spanish ninjutsu no earlier than the early 80s, and could have afforded to purchase Santa Toro as a training camp no earlier than about 1985, at the age of 18. Now, let's turn away from the 18-year-old Vega, assassin, murderer, landlord, and a shitty teenager on top of all that, possibly the worst person in the world as of 1985, and let's catch up on the history of Santa Toro. Santa Toro is said to have been founded, quote, decades ago. Assuming decades means at least 20 years, but less than a century, Santa Toro was founded no later than 1974, but definitely within the 20th century. As for the town's namesake, His Holiness Saint Bull, he is said to have died, quote, years ago. Assuming, once again, that that means more than one year ago, but fewer than 10 years ago, that means that Santa Toro met his end sometime between 1985 and 1993. Later investigation of Santa Toro by street fighters will reveal that there is an overgrown chapel to Saint Toro, which seems like dubious Catholicism, but what do I know? And the state of disrepair of the chapel suggests that Saint Bull's death was probably in 1992 or earlier. The chapel seems to have been abandoned for at least a couple of years. According to my information, a normal, non-holy bull has a natural lifespan of about 18 to 22 years. Maybe Saint Bull lived out his natural lifespan, but maybe not. You see, Saint Bull isn't the only bull in this story. There's someone else involved here who investigators seem to have ignored. Bingo card. Later in this chapter, we'll meet Diablo the Bull. He has a complicated story of his own, but suffice it to say that Diablo is a physically mature bull, bred for Vega for reasons tied specifically to Santa Toro. To be physically mature, Diablo must be at least two years old, which means that he was born no later than 1992. We therefore know that Vega and by extension Chatelou, were involved with Santa Toro no later than 1992. It's possible then to narrow down the beginning of Vega's involvement with Santa Toro to the years between 1985 and 1992. Does that range sound familiar? Perhaps it's because we've already deduced that His Holiness Saint Bull met his end between 1985 and 1993. Seven years between the earliest possible death date for Saint Bull blessed among all bulls, and the latest possible purchase of Santa Toro by Vega. Suspicious, but not conclusive. But let's return to the pasture. Let's return to those street fighters driving into Santa Toro in 1994, or unconscious in the back of a van being driven into Santa Toro in 1994. What did they see, or what would they have seen had they not been unconscious? Remember, many bulls and cows graze contentedly in the fields, many more than would be expected for a village that no longer herds them. Is it true that bulls are not bred here? There certainly seem to be a lot of them. It's possible that these bulls were shipped in from elsewhere, but these are real pastures. Real pastures owned by Vega, who, between 
bullfighting, and Spanish ninja training burns through bulls at an alarming rate. We know that Vega actively pursues bull breeding. That's the reason why he received Diablo in the first place. All signs point to these bulls being homegrown. And if even one of them is a mature bull in the second generation of Vega's breeding program, the window between Saint Bull's death and Vega's arrival shrinks to a scant five years. Let's not overstate the case, and let's give the worthless police department of Barcelona its due. There's no firm evidence of foul play in the death of God's horny pal, Saint Bull. But the circumstantial evidence is clear. This small town, a place of pride, a place of fame, a place of holy vibes, was home to a famous bull, a bull of acclaimed power. At the same time, in Barcelona, a young wealthy asshole was getting extremely obsessed with the hand-to-hand -hand killing of bulls. No more than five years later, under a haze of obscurity and silence, that young man owned Santa Toro, and Saint Bull was dead. Whatever we may believe about the real cause for Saint Toro's death, neither the courts nor the police will ever secure justice for us. 911 is a joke in the secluded pastures of Spain. Our only recourse is to turn to the only source of true justice, the internet. Find Mega Dumbcast on Twitter now. You'll find a poll. Consider the evidence and cast your vote. Did Vega murder Saint Bull? Or do you believe in the incredibly implausible official account that Saint Toro died of natural causes for no good reason, coincidentally years before a famous bull killer moved in for no good reason also? I leave the choice to you. As a true crime podcaster, I can do no more than lay out the evidence and frame it in an incredibly leading way. And I think I've done that. And incidentally, uncovered an extremely obscure secret of Shadaloo from years into the setting's backstory. Go me. Join me next time for more true crime coverage as we revisit another secret of the village of Santa Toro, one that I promise is even more convoluted and more ridiculous than this one. And that's no bull. Music in this episode, used under Creative Commons license, includes As I Figure, Laid Back Guitars, and Twisted by Kevin MacLeod, whose work you can find at incompetech.io. The ambient country village noise for Santa Toro, also used under Creative Commons license, is by Dobroid, that's D-O-B-R-O-I-D-E, whose work you can find at freesound.org. Accusations and insinuations made in this episode, while factual, should not be regarded as factual. Thank you for listening, and let's all learn from Santa Toro's misfortune. Stay Spanish and don't get ninja.